Flipping real estate is a short-term strategy that if done correctly can be extremely profitable. Whether wholesaling or fixing and flipping, the idea is to get in and get out as quickly as possible while maximizing the return on investment. So on today's video, I'm gonna show you multiple ways to make money flipping a house coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's DataCruncher software, which finds cheap houses in your area. Get it now at MyDataCruncher.com. If you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. Whether you're brand new and working on your first deal or you're a seasoned pro, most people in the industry either just wholesale or just fix and flip. And even within each of these strategies, they only wholesale one way and they only fix and flip one way. But to really expand and grow a sustainable business that earns a six and even seven figure income and profit, you have to expand the way you look at deals. The million dollar mindset shift is to look at each and every deal you get and ask the following question. What is the highest and best return on this deal given the time, energy, and effort to flip it? Now, the right answer may be to do less work for less profit and wholesale it for, let's say, a $10,000 profit, or maybe it's to do more work for more profit and fix and flip it for, let's say, a $40,000 profit. Now, let me illustrate using a current deal I'm working on. Here on the channel, I'm doing a new video series where you get to look over my shoulder and watch me wholesale a house in a rural town in Maryland. Well, it's a sweet off-market deal we picked up for $98,000, and initially my intent was to wholesale it for $25,000 more, which would be an amazing wholesale deal. But as I looked closer at all of my options and as I gathered more and new information about the deal, I came to the conclusion that if I fix and flip the deal, I could potentially make close to $75,000, which is three times more than if I just wholesaled it. And since I do both wholesaling and fix and flipping, I love that I have multiple options. By the way, if you'd like to follow that video series, I'll put the playlist link in the description below and you can watch it. But with that deal in Maryland, what I'm considering is, do I make less money for less work and wholesale it, or do I potentially make more money and do more work and fix and flip it? Now that's not always an easy question to answer because it's not just the profit that has to be taken into consideration. It's the time, energy, and effort to manage a fix and flip, as well as the cost of capital and funding to buy it and renovate it. So there really isn't a right or wrong answer. The point is, what is the best return on this deal for the time, energy, and effort it will take to flip it? By the way, I'm always looking for good fix and flip deals and I have systems and funding in place to buy fix and flip houses in any market in the US and I'm always looking for new deals. So if you'd like to be a finder and learn my criteria for deals and how to be a finder and earn $10,000 per deal that you find for me, then be sure to register and attend a free training to learn the details. Just go to my10kcheck.com. What I'm excited to share with you on this video is additional ways or methods to profit wholesaling and fixing and flipping. In fact, I'm gonna show you three different methods to wholesale and four different methods to fix and flip and how to analyze the different options to choose which method to use that will provide you the highest and best return. So let's start with wholesaling. The first wholesaling method is the most common and what most people do, and that is to secure a cash buyer prior to closing on the purchase with the seller. 
For example, you get a contract on a distressed property for let's say 100,000 with a 30-day closing, and during that 30-day window prior to the closing, you find and secure a cash buyer for let's say 107,000 who steps in and funds the deal at closing, either with a single closing assignment or a double closing, giving you a $7,000 wholesale fee. The point I wanna make with this method is that you secured the buyer ahead of time prior to closing. Even though this is the most common method to wholesale and what most wholesalers do, it may not be the best wholesale method that will yield the highest return, which takes us to wholesale method number two, which is to close on the purchase and then immediately relist on market to find a cash buyer. Following this method, you would perform on the contract, secure funding, and purchase the property. By doing this, you would incur closing fees as the buyer. Then you would immediately relist the property for sale on the MLS as an investor special as is cash only property. Now this method is ideal when the repairs are extensive and the property doesn't qualify to get a mortgage. More on that when we cover method number three. While this method does result in additional closing costs to buy and resell the property, the idea is to secure a cash buyer willing to pay much more than any cash buyers you have on your limited cash buyer list. Once a property is listed on market, you instantly gain exposure to the entire market. This method works really well in hot fix and flip neighborhoods where you have a contract on an off-market deal because eager cash buyers often overpay for deals. So let me break down the numbers using the same example we used in method one, where you have a deal for 100,000. Instead of assigning the contract to a cash buyer on your list for $7,000, instead you close on the purchase for $100,000, cash out the seller, and let's say this costs you $500 in closing fees. And then let's say you use hard money and private money to finance the purchase for 30 days, which costs another $2,000 in finance or carrying cost. Then upon purchasing it, you immediately list it for sale on the MLS using a flat fee or discount broker service of let's say 1% to list, and then you pay the typical 3% to a buyer's agent. And let's say that you get an as-is all-cash offer for $125,000 that you accept. At closing, you would pay $5,000 in commissions, plus let's say another $1,000 in closing fees, this time as the seller. After adding up all the fees to buy and resell the property as-is to a cash investor, you would net $16,500 on the deal, instead of 7,000 following method number one, doing a regular assignment to a buyer on your list. Now, some would argue that this method is not a wholesale, but rather just a buy and resell, which is true, but my definition of wholesaling is anytime you flip a house without doing any work on the property. As soon as you spend a dime on it, even if you just clean it, now it's a fix and flip in my book. Now the third wholesaling method to consider is to close and resell on market, but instead of reselling to a cash buyer investor, you resell to a retail buyer. In other words, a homeowner who is going to buy it for their primary residence. Now this method only works if the house is what I call mortgageable. Remember, a retail buyer more than likely is gonna need bank financing and the property will have to be in livable condition to qualify for a loan. So if it needs a new septic or the roof is leaking or the furnace is missing or anything that would make it unlivable in its current as-is condition, it wouldn't get approved for financing. But if it's what I call clean and dated and in livable condition and can qualify for a mortgage, then a retail buyer will pay more for the property than a cash buyer investor. Using our same example where you have the contract for $100,000, let's say the ARV is $175,000. That's what it would sell for totally renovated and updated. But as an old and dated but livable house, 
a retail buyer may pay, let's say, $135,000, and now you net a profit of $26,000. Now, you may be thinking, why would a retail buyer pay $135,000 for an old and dated house that's worth $175,000 fixed up? Well, this happens all the time. They can't afford $175,000 for nice and new, but they really want in the neighborhood or the location, the schools, etc., so they pay $135,000 just to get into that neighborhood. So let's recap the three wholesaling methods and then move into fix and flip. Using our example, method number one of finding a buyer prior to closing makes a $7,000 profit. Method number two of buying and reselling as is to a cash buyer makes a $16,500 net profit. And method number three of buying and reselling a clean and dated house to a retail buyer makes a $26,500 net profit. Now, let's look at multiple ways to fix and flip. Remember, fix and flip involves doing some level of work to the property. Fix and flip method number one is to remove scary and resell to a cash buyer. This strategy works really well when there is a big, scary, glaring issue that is preventing normal fix and flippers from doing the deal. For example, mold or a foundation problem. Something that is just too far outside of the scope of what most fix and flip buyers are willing to take on because of the big glaring issue. Now you can get a huge discount on the buy. I'll give you an example. I bought a house that had a fire in the living room fireplace and standing in the living room looking up, you could see charred rafters all around the chimney. Well, this issue was just too scary for most cash buyers. They were intimidated by the fire damage and because of that big scary issue, no one wanted it, which means I got the contract at a huge discount. So I got several bids, bought the house, spent $6,000 in demo and framing, got a structural engineer to inspect and sign off that the issue was fixed. In other words, I solved the big scary problem. And then I resold the house to a cash buyer and made like $42,000. I didn't rehab the house, I just fixed the scary issue and then flipped it. Now, if you think that's genius, leave a comment and say, Jerry, you are a flipping genius. Fix and flip method number two is what we call lipstick on a pig. Now, this is very minimal carpet and paint remodel. The idea is to do a really fast turn and burn remodel. In many cases, you can make just as much, if not more, than a full-blown remodel, which we'll cover in a minute. For example, let's say that you spend $14,000 on carpet and paint, but you leave the doors and trim, you leave the cabinets and counters and everything else, and it takes two weeks to get the property back on the market, and then you resell it for, let's say, $190,000 and make a $30,000 profit in a total of 45 days. Now compare that to doing a full-blown remodel and spending, let's say, $40,000 on the rehab by updating everything so it's absolutely beautiful, and then you resell it for a lot more, let's say $225,000, but because you spent more, you still only make $30,000, but now it took 150 days to turn the deal. Both deals make $30,000, but one deal took 45 days and was a lot less work, and the other took 150 days and was a lot more work. Always remember, the winner in this business is not necessarily the flipper with the nicest house. The winner is the one who made the most money given the time, energy, and effort it took to earn it. Fix and flip method number three is a full-blown remodel. This is where you replace everything and you make the house like new. The idea is to compete with new construction and attract a buyer who wants everything brand new and is willing to pay top price for it. Now this is actually my favorite type of rehab, but it's everyone's favorite. Who doesn't love fixing everything? And in most cases, this method does get you the most profit. In our previous example, spending 40,000 and replacing everything might get you to 80, 
and you may make, let's say, 50,000 instead of 30,000 doing a lipstick on a pig. And finally, fix and flip method number four is to do a teardown and rebuild new construction. Now, this strategy only works when the land value is more than the house value, which exists in most markets. For example, I recently bought a house for $1 million, tore the house down, and I'm in the process of rebuilding a 6,500 square foot new home valued at four to four and a half million. Now that's a high-end luxury market and it's a specialty niche strategy, but the point is in certain higher-end markets, tearing down and rebuilding new might be the highest and best exit on the deal. And if you'd like to learn how to get started flipping new construction, I did a video that breaks it down step-by-step. Step. I'll put a link to that in the description and you can check it out later. Realize that some of the numbers I use showing these different methods to wholesale and flip were for illustration purposes, but honestly, the numbers I used aren't that far off on the differences in profit. Generally speaking, the less you do, the less you make, and the more you do, the more you make, but that's not always the case. The tricky part is knowing which of the different methods will yield the highest return and there is no right answer. You really need to look at the market and each deal on a case-by-case -case situation and find the winning combination. But I hope this video gave you a lot more to look at and think about when wholesaling and flipping. So if you learned something new on this video, leave a comment and share with me your biggest takeaway. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. And I'll see you on the next video.